Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with... Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe Les. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. No, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Ha! Hey, folks, here we are. Back at it, Tuesdays Express. Choo-choo! Ah, choo-choo. That was tough. Where do you suppose pulling out all the stops comes from? What's that about? Mm, well, I'm, I, I pull out usually, and I have a pull-out couch, but... I think it's a train thing, maybe. Pulling them out. Pulling the stops. Oh, we're pulling out all the stops to get like there the best way possible. Yes. That makes sense. Because train that... certainly makes sense. Right. We're going to well, pull out all the stops. We're not stopping for nothing. We're making it. But you're talking about big... Uh, I love colloquialisms. I love expressions. I always wonder where they came from. And I'd say 88% are nautical. Well, that could be, but you don't think of stopping as much no. with the nautical. So this might be train, the train to Georgia or train to nowhere, anywhere. Yeah, midnight train, run a train, train wreck. Um, gone to midnight. There's a lot of train songs. Well, trains are big and they're romantic and they're mystical. You get on a train, you got your own cubby, yeah, yeah, do anal, you get the cart guy, you get the the, the breakfast. Yeah, there's a lot of train. Took the tr- midnight train going anywhere, right? And uh, the train uh, stuck on you, taking that midnight train to nowhere or some shit. He right. says something like that. Don't forget the Jews going off to the camps. Big train thing and uh, Thomas the Tank Engine and uh, riding the rails. Yeah, the Oriental Radio Railroad, the, uh, you know. Express. The, the Orient Express and then there's stranger on a train and then there's oh. girl on a train. Uh-huh. You can't, you can't be neutral on a moving train is a Howard Zinn book that Pearl Jam stuck in their ass. They, that was a lyric. Interesting. That's okay. a that's a fun one. I like that one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then there's Training Day. That's a movie. Uh, yeah, yeah. You're right. There's a lot of train stuff. And Darjeeling Limited is on a train. And uh, what is it? There's a Hitchcock on a train. North by Northwest, I think. That's airplane-ish. But that's well. There's Strangers on a train. Is Hitchcock? Oh, okay, okay. That's it. And there you uh, go. There's, there's that Snowpiercer shit that I couldn't get into. Oh, I thought that was good. Yeah, just could. Yeah, they're all on that's, a train. I didn't get it. That's the Korean cat, uh, Huck Fuck Boo or Boo. Yeah, Boo Bong Jong Hoo. I just yeah, couldn't. There you go. The, the whole thing's on a train. I tried watching it. It was okay. It's fine. Whatever. But ah, um, it's all about class. I, right, right. It's a little. I'm like, okay, we got it. Um, right. But. Um, I like the metaphor of the train. You get on, and it's it's everyone's hopes and dreams going west. Fievel goes west. Back yep. to the Future Three, all that shit. Yeah, I just watched. Uh, there's also Pelham One Two Three. That's Subway, but I watched. Uh, what about the train tracks that the guy would tie the girl to? That was fun. That, that was, was a big. good time. Yeah, you know, that was a good time. 
they they were all worried about misogyny now and ladies first and times up but i mean ladies you were getting tied to train tracks back then i think about that all the time not to mention you watch an old movie from the 40s the women just faint randomly no no woman's fainting now plus they did the back and forth slap yes like they really slapped the shit out of them so Right. You know, we, we've, we've certainly made progress in in some of these departments. I mean, tied to a train is that, that's tough. Yeah, it was always a guy with a long twirly mustache, and he would go hee 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 hee. And there was a lot of that back in the day of like, I'm gonna kill you, but it's gonna be slow, and I'm gonna give someone the chance to rescue you. You know, they, they could have just shot her in the head, but he's you know he's always got to tie her up and leave, and then the train's gonna come, and you know, oh, it's coming in 20 minutes. It was, right. it was always a weird way to kill somebody. Just shoot him. Well, Austin Powers did a fantastic uh, spoofing oh, yeah. of that, which, right. you know, I think we've talked about this before, I know, uh, whatever, but uh, that, that's, a, that's a hell of a picture, that first Austin Powers. Brilliant movie, brilliant comedy. I saw it in the theater in 1997. I was in love with it. Mike Myers was on a roll, baby. Wayne's World and Austin Powers and the other one, and uh, then he just went cuckoo. Yeah, I guess you, people go cuckoo out there in uh, in Hollywood, and I don't know what happens. That's why I think it's important to really unplug, un- unbuckle, uh, you know, un unbelievable, whatever. Throw some uns in there, you know. Sure, uncut, un undone underwear. Yeah, by the way, uncut gems. Upon reviewing, second viewing, I was like, eh, this stinks. Really? Well, I enjoyed things about it the first time, but I tried to watch it a second time, and I was like, let me fast forward to this. I got to get through this part. And by the end, I was like, forward. Oh, yeah. You got to skip some parts in there. What? It's not great. It's quite frustrating. It's a little annoying, and uh, it's just too much. (laughs) It's a lot, but I think that's the point. It's all about building tension, and uh, he's Jewish, and everybody hates him, and the the, the basketball player, and it's all about tension, and, and... uh, ticking time bomb feel. Yeah, the, the the thing is, I'm not rooting for anyone in the film. You're not rooting for Sandler? No, he's horrible. He's a piece of shit. He's a fucking garbage person. Yeah, that's true, I guess. So, and then it's all squirrely. Whoa, we're wacky. Look at this. It's all weird. And then there's the, right. the, the filter, the over filter thing. And um, yeah, yeah. It's just, uh, it's not pleasurable. No pleasure. Not pleasurable, but that that ending was a real twisteroo. I liked the ending. I, that's what I did. I skipped all the way to that scene where they lets him out and they shoot him in the face. That part was oh, pretty fun. What a spoiler alert, folks! Uh, it came out, you know, in Christmas, so that's so nine did, months. So did I. Uh, <laughs> that was right. an old joke of mine. I said uh, Spider Man came out on DVD. I knew he was gay. That was a big uh, bit of my, and then I updated it for Harry Potter, and then I think I did, you know, Forrest Gump or Backdraft or something. <laughs> yeah, it works with anything. Well, anything with a, the person, the name is a person. Right, right. Remember that was a big deal. Like, my friend had a joke about Batman, and the movie came and went, but it went out, and then it came out on DVD, and he's like, joke's back. Yeah, that's fun, especially when it's a series. Every, every two years, right. you can pop that thing back out. If you got a Fast and the Furious joke, you're set for life. My friend Jack Lynch had a joke that made me laugh hard where he said he was playing the Batman video. His friend was playing the Batman video game. 
And he calls him up and he says, it's a stupid joke, but it's funny. He calls his friend and his friend says, I got to call you back. I'm beating the penguin. And he goes, geez. <laughs> he goes, what'd you answer the phone for? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. It's really silly, but... Um, you know, good stuff. But it's just so funny that he—that's how he said it. He has no context, no backstory. Right, beating right. the penguin—that's gold. <laughs> what a funny way to talk to a friend. Yeah, some good stuff, man. There was some great jokes in my early days in Boston. Of guy, of course, like the Mike McDonald's, the Mike Donovans, the Tony V's, Kevin Knox, Don Gavin, my sister's ass, my father's twat. But there was some comics that no one really ever heard, like. People haven't heard of those guys, but if they're in comedy, you've heard of those guys. Right. Then there's these guys that even the people that are in comedy haven't really heard of. They had some gems. Wow. Uh, yeah, there was some. There was a guy, John David, had some really funny jokes where he goes, uh, you know, they officially changed the name from Kentucky Fried Chicken to KFC. That's the new official name. Like, they're going to fool us. Like, anyone's driving around going, KFC, hey, new place. I thought that was funny. Uh. That's a uh, good that catch. One. Good observation. Nobody, that one no bombed. one, I never heard that angle. Nah, it's done. It bombed. I hate myself. Well, you know, it's, uh, by the way, anytime I tell someone else's joke, it always bombs. And I go, well, this kills in a room full of a thousand people. So somebody's off. Yep. Possibly me. But, Could be uh, your delivery, but it's probably them. They probably, they, they suck. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's a bad setting. But uh, I just found this out the other day. The two guys I did stand up with. First time ever, drove in a car with them three hours to do five-minute set. They're both dead. Wow. Yeah, a little uncut gems twist on you. They, they both did uh, overdoses. Jesus. New Orleans was wild, man. It was a whole different bag of jizz back then. Wow, yeah. I mean, we got some dead people, but um, it's more just age. You know, stuff, stuff starts, to, people start to die, I guess. Yeah, cancer kicks in and uh, hit by a car, all that, all that shit. Ate a bad uh, plum in, in Beirut, Beirut, whatever it is. But yeah, this was uh, heroin. Isn't it so weird to think, I always think about this, that this could be our last moments. Like, you yeah. could be... Three days from death or a half hour from death. And then you're like, you have no idea that I'm like, oh, boy, I fucked my dad. I came in his fucking face. And then yeah. that's one of the last sentences I ever say in life because I, I leave and I get hit by a, a train. That's true. And and uh, you never hear those sentences. It's always like Lewis Carroll or Oscar Wilde said the wallpaper's gay or whatever it is. And you're like, man, how do you have a quick, perfect zinger right on the deathbed? Maybe we should write something. Just for when the, the the lights go out. Yeah, somebody signal. Just go say it, and I'm like, I, I like tits, and then you, yeah. <laughs> you know, you die. Exactly. You know, ah, uh, Queefenheimer or whatever it is, something that'll look cool on a on a gravestone. Well, Kevin Knox, the the great Boston comedian who's passed on, there's a wonderful story about he had been dying from cancer and he was on his his deathbed and uh, he said. Uh, he was getting sleepy, and they watched the Patriots game. It was like Monday night football, and halftime, he was like getting sleepy, and they're like, you want us to turn the game down? And uh, he said, sure, yeah, I'm getting sleepy. And he had a big smile on his face, mm. and the guy said, boy, it's nice to see a smile. And he said, well, I like to smile. Went to sleep, and whoosh, that was it. Last Ooh, words, solid. I like to smile. Those are good, those are good last words. Good words, short, succinct, positive. I like it. Yeah, that's lunch. So, 
Maybe it was Sunday night. It might have been Sunday night football. I believe it was the... Yeah, that's a whole other thing. But it was a famous game, Patriots-Colts. The Patriots lost. They went for it on fourth down. It was a whole thing, and it was like a double, double tragedy because they right. lost this big game, and then the next day we got the news, and we were all sad, and we all fucked in the ass. Yeah, yeah. Well, here's some here's some new uh, good news. Is I feel like we spend less time in hospitals. When I was younger, I was in the hospital all the time. Whether it was me, my dad, my aunt, my uh, my my dick, whatever it is. I remember one time my dad had some crazy surgery on his throat or something, and it was pretty life threatening. And the surgery went great. We went and visited him. He's all laid up. He's got the gown on. He's got tubes coming out of his asshole, and his nips are bleeding. And he had this light on his finger and it was all taped up i don't know what that was like a pulse or something but he could barely yeah it was like et and he could barely move and i'm standing there next to him going oh dad uh what happened (laughs) you you suck you pussy or whatever and he just goes et and touches me and i was like whoa how cool is my dad even in the middle of this tragedy this horrific moment where he's laid up naked he still does a joke. Uh, I feel terrible. I stepped into your dad's bed. I didn't well, know. Yeah, yeah, you ruined it. He's dead now, so that was all I had of him. Uh, well, he's a hack. I mean, he could have come up with something better. <laughs> wow, he's, he's, he's brain is bush. He's on drugs. Yeah, he could have spun it. He could have been like, uh, you know, he could. what if he touched your dick and said, P-P-E-T? Eh, all right, all right. P-P-E-T. <laughs> I don't know if that's anything either there, Fatty, but... <laughs> I'm just taking swings here. I well, feel bad. Right. You know what it is? I feel bad that I stepped on his thing, and I, I tried to uh, I tried to swing it and, 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 and make it seem like he stunk. I stink. I ruined the story. Well, and, uh, we all stink. Nobody stinks as bad as KFC, T. <laughs> by the way, <laughs> by the way, I think uh, your old man might have been eating some snatch. Throat, throat. Oh, surgery. He might have been maybe. out there, you know, cleaning house in the French Quarter before you were born. A little Michael Douglas action. I get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Remember, he got he got a little of that from Catherine Zeta. Oh, you better believe I know about it. I haven't I haven't smooched a pussy since Michael Douglas went down. Oh, really? I think that's a, that's a great way to go. You know, oh, how'd you die? Eating box. No, anything cancer precautions, I'm putting sunblock on. I haven't eaten pussy. I'm trying to really, really avoid the cants. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not It's not good. Uh, what did you say? Hot sauce, caffeine, peppermint, and tomatoes? Yeah, something like, something like that. But then, you know, what's his toes? Dr. Not Steve, Evil. not Phil, not uh, who's the other guy? Doc Ock, the guy in L.A. We did his show. Doctor Oz, no Drew, Doctor Drew. Ah, Drew. Doctor Drew said he's like reflux ain't shit, and all that right. really made me think like, all right, I'm fine. So I, I, yesterday I had a nice double cheeseburger with a little bit of ketchup and uh, got kooky. All right, yeah. He also said Corona wasn't shit. That's true. Yeah. So, what can you do? What By the way, I had do? a, I had a nice day yesterday. Can I can I stick this Please. in your ass and see put if you it, come? Put it in my dick hole and see if it twists. Well, Jack twists. So, we decided uh, to go back to the beach. By the way, I just had a great idea. I was all pumped. I had my finger on the dial, and then remembered you're in Salt Lake City. Aha. Uh-huh. 
because I had this idea. I went to the beach a, a few weeks ago. We talked about it. And I'm sitting there at the beach. Once I bought the car, I go to the beach. I love the ocean. I'm a spiritual fucking douche. And I thought, if you just if I wake up at 7.30 in the morning, leave at 8, whatever, quarter of 8, I can be at the beach at 8.45, spend two hours swimming, head back, and, and still have a, a work day. Be back yes. by 1 o'clock. Oh, yeah. So yesterday we decided to do that, and it was fun. We had so much fun that we're like, we should do this again. And I was like... But it's hard early in the morning to get somebody because then you, you rely on the person. They're not there. The subway yeah. sucks. And you go, you son of a bitch. And I thought to myself, well, you showed interest in going to the beach. You and uh, your lady, who yeah. we've only met twice. But we thought, hey, she could come. That You guys come. And I thought, hey, they live far away to avoid the morning problem. We have a whole apartment set up downstairs. So I think you guys, you come out. We have a little dinner. We, you know, we fucking the ass whatever it is sure, you go downstairs sure. you christen the bed down there you guys can jizz all over our blankets we got some I'll, cameras set up i'll bring a tarp i, <laughs> I come down there knock on the door at 7 30 we're out to the beach i love it let's do it got all excited but you're in salt lake city but ah. you know maybe maybe next time or next week and then we go to west texas and we're gonna get corona so we gotta whatever the fuck but that could be something. I love it. I mean, it's a pandemic. We got all the time in the anal. Let's let's smooch and go gay. I'm into it. Or you could just stay at your house and come out at 730 in the morning. But I'm a stickler. I'm a real stickler. Yeah. So once you have that thing, we're on the bridge in the traffic. And I, um, I want to be, I've always dreamed to be in one of those, well, you missed it. We're leaving, guys. Oh, I would love to be that guy. <laughs> I'd kill to be that guy. My friend Derek, who you know. His, he's got a story about his, his friend that he went to school with. He, he pulled that shit with like 14 people at Six Flags. Ooh. Left his whole family, like 13 people behind. He took like a seven-year-old kid that was awake, and the rest of them <laughs> didn't get to go. He's like, sorry. Wow. Well, the Make-A-Wish kid got to go, but no, I like that because these people need to learn, you know, and they always get mad at you. My friend used to pull this shit all the time. He'd be like... All right, just give me like five minutes. And I was like, five minutes? He's like, five minutes is all I need. And I would count to five minutes, and I would leave. And he was like, where'd you go? I'm like, you said five minutes. Because he would always, five minutes meant two hours. But he would say yeah. five minutes, so I got mad. So I, I would just leave eventually. All right, sorry, folks. We ran into some uh, testicle difficulties here. Yeah, yeah. Let, let me ask you, we're talking about the vehicle. Let me throw this one at you there, this matzo ball, and see if you like it in your soup. You know, I've okay. wanted to ask you this, but I'm nervous because it's it could get ugly. And this is where okay. when friends become this is when friends become annoying. Where do you stand? Oh, oh God, boy. you're not gonna like it. And be honest with me, Fatty. I want you to keep it real. Where do you stand on? I'm scared to ask. Lending out the car. Woof! <laughs> That's a tough one. That's a tough one because, as discussed in previous episodes, I mean, this isn't my dead uncle's vehicle here. This is a this is a hot off the press used vehicle. Sure, sure, I get it. it's a pre-owned, certified. But look, I got a hog down here with with my name on it and a cover on it and jizz on it. And I had a guy at a comedy club go, "Hey, let me take it for a spin." And I said, "Get the fuck out of Dodge, Dickless. This is this is all I got. This is my prized possession. I'm not letting you turn this thing over or drop it or whatever." And he was pretty sour. And I said, "I wonder where Joe stands on the old rental." 
Yeah, that's tough. It uh, depends on who it is. And I, in the old days, I've had some real beaters, some shit cars, and I was always drunk. So I would be lending this thing out willy-nilly. Hey, you drive, take the keys, take the car, drive. But now you get older, and it's a big responsibility. And if someone it fucks it up, then you forever resent them. One of my older cars, I had... Fred Canner, Jason Canner's dad, borrowed it and went to the track. Uh-huh. And then he came back and was like, something's clicking in there. Ah. Something sounds weird. And I was like, clicking? Ah, I don't know. And then I got in the thing, and it was like, bang, 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 bang. It was like fucking, you know, when Kramer takes Jerry's car to the grocery store. Right. And it's hard not to resent him for that. Of course, of course. And it's, I'm sure it's not his fault. He knows how to drive. He's 62 years old and has a nice cock, but... Still, you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. And now, why now? Why when you use it, it, it wasn't broken before? Then you, I mean, he must have had a pothole or something. Something I don't know, or maybe he, a you deer, know, or whoever he owed money to at the track, fucking cut his carburetor or whatever it is. But right, yeah, it's a little bit. I, I don't know. I, I've I've changed a little bit on this. I've, I'm older. I'm mature. I'm a, I'm a douche, but not big into the bar and the car particularly because you know i spent quite a chunk on this thing sure so willy-nilly i mean if you want to stay at my house come over my house you know fuck in front of my my family photographs and come on the lamp shade i can do that and yeah and and sniff my wife's panties but Ooh, driving my car it's a pretty you know, sweet deal <laughs> i mean <laughs> but but let me throw this at you, because if I had a, a Nissan Sentra 2019 or whatever, is it a 19? 18. 18, sorry, didn't mean to bring that up. But uh, if I had a 2018, I would say, here would be my rule. I'd say nothing past Jersey, and if you use it, you have to fill the tank completely. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's fine. It's not the... Uh, it's tricky. Like It's kind of like we've talked about before... With food, where someone's like, hey, can I get a bite of your thing? And I'm like, well, this is my, I'll buy you uh-huh. the thing. Like, I would rather, if someone was like, I need a car and fucking fuck me, I'd be like, well, I'll rent you a car. Right, right. Here's a couple hundred bucks. You rent a car from them, you drive that, and something happens, you know, whatever. Yeah. But uh, it's tough. It depends on the situation. If your father dies of throat cancer... And, you know, the flights are all shut down, and you got to get home to see your old dying dad. Yeah, old uh, snatch-eating papa. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. All right, I, I figured, I, I'm not asking. I just wanted to know where you stood, because, uh, you know, gigs are popping up, one-nighters, and i got to tell you, I, I, I did a gig with a gal recently, and she drove and opened for me, and we had a great time. But uh, you ever see people who drive towards potholes? I'm like, I saw that thing a mile away. Why didn't you swerve or bob and weave or cut left? You're just like, there it is, a fucking sinkhole. Bah, 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 bah. I'm like, that, that's going to ruin your tranny. Yeah, they Nanny. don't. I think they, they, don't, they get nervous about moving or swaying because uh, uh, someone could be coming or something. Yeah, but yeah. Speaking of uh, trannies... Please. So, you know, a bunch of people messaged me saying, Sentras, the transmissions suck, your father's ah. dumb, he hates you, whatever. So I looked up how to keep your transmission, whatever, and they said, you got to warm it up. You got to let it warm up. Really let it warm up, whatever. Interesting. So this is part of a much bigger story, if I can get into it. Hey, uh, lay it on me, 
So yesterday we, we drove to the beach. We went early. And uh, don't you love when you dream it and then you do it? Ah, it's rare, but it's a beauty. Because I sat before, I was like, I could get up early, just go to the beach for a couple hours, get back, do my work. So that's what I did. I, I got Sarah up out of bed. We, I woke up at 7. I went for my run. I meditated, got her out of bed. We drove to Jones Beach, and we beat everybody there. There's like 14 people on the water. And all kinds of sharks, by the way. What? Bull sharks. Oh, yeah. It's scary times out there. Holy hell. Well, the animals are getting cocky, you know, because everything's clean again. Well, I think also this climate change. You get in the water in Long Island, it's 80 degrees. Right. Wow. It's very strange. Kooky. So we go in there, we swim, have a great time. And as soon as the night before, I'm reading about the sharks, and I'm like, we're going to get eaten by sharks. What the fuck? What if this is our last night on Earth? And then once you get there, you don't give a shit anymore. Mm. Like, I'm like, I'm going in the water. I don't give a fuck. If there's a shark, there's a shark. I mean, I, I'm doing handstands and jumping in the waves. The, the ocean just... I turn into a different person out there. Yes, you do. It heals. It heals. It's so natural. It's it's it's. You came out of there at one point. It it melts away. I feel silly. I feel spiritual. I just want to be in there for the day. I can't get out. Yeah. So we're in there swimming. It's a great time. And then we've talked about this before, of course. But as soon as I get out, I'm like, all right, that's it. I'm ready to go. Same. Sitting on the beach does nothing for me. Agreed. We could do it in a parking lot. We've covered this. So we leave. We come back. And for whatever reason, I have in my head, it's Wednesday. Now, when you have the car, it's all street cleaning here in New York. You got to uh-huh. move it on Wednesday from 9 to 11, Friday on fucking whatever. So in my head, I'm like, okay, it's Wednesday. The street cleaning ends at 1. So I'll swoop right in, get an easy spot. Won't have to move it for a week. Ooh, and that's for big. whatever reason, I, I, I got this all in my head. It's Wednesday. So I, we get there at like 1.20, and the whole Wednesday side is full already. Ah. And I go, how could this be? How did they all get their cars back so quickly yes. to the parking spots? So then I see a spot, but I'm like, that's a Friday. I'm holding out for a Wednesday, so I don't have to move it again. Drive past the spot. I see another spot. That's a Thursday. I need the Wednesday. Yep. Finally, I find a Wednesday. I, I park it in there. I'm a hell of a parallel parker. I put it in there. This morning, I realize yesterday was Tuesday. I had the wrong day in my head. Isn't that crazy? Oh, that's the biggest... I've done this shit before. Don't you hate when you have the wrong day? It fucks you up. Everyone thinks you're stupid. They're like, what are you drunk? What are you doing? Yes. And so now today, I go for a run. I realize this. I'm like, I got to move the car because it's going to be a street cleaning. So I go, I get in the car, and now I'm like... I'm a fucking idiot. I had I drove past all the good parking spots. Ah. I get I get in the car. I got the the the, the transmission thing in my head. I'm like I got to make sure to let it warm up. Uh-huh. So I'm letting it warm up. It starts raining. We all remember I got stuck in the rain last week. Now it's raining. I'm sitting in the car letting it warm up so the transmission doesn't fall out. And then a car slowly cruises by me and he's driving so slow that I'm like he's looking for spots. Yep. I got to I got to get on here. He parks 50 feet up, diagonally across the street. There's an open spot. It's a Tuesday. Tuesday was yesterday. He gets the primo spot. And because I was worried about my transmission, let the car warm up, bullshit, I watch him park. And he's walking out with this big smile. He's like, I can't believe it. I got this spot. And that should have been my spot. That was your spot, Fatty. That is the worst. Oh, you, you, you tried to play by the rules and it fucked you. 
I fucked up. And so then I had to go eccentric circles outward looking for the spot. Finally find a spot. By the time I'm done, pouring rain, I'm like Cusack. I had to jog home in the rain again, just like last week. Yeah. And then the, the spot I got, I had to move again at ah. one at one o'clock because now it actually is Wednesday. So the street cleaning, when it ends, you move into that spot. You don't have to move it for a week. So eventually I got the spot, but I, I had the wrong day and I had the transmission. It got me all fucked up and kooky. Isn't that interesting? You tried to play by the rules. You tried to be a good boy and you, you got, you know, no good deed goes unqueefed. Yep, but what can you do? That's a bitch. I, I totally get it. Uh, I, had a, I had a weird thing I got to bring up. So I'm, I'm hemorrhaging money here with these apartments. I got this palace and then I'm still trying to rent my other place. Horrible time to try to rent an apartment. And my, my real estate guy calls me every day. He's like, we had three people see it. There's no stove. They, there's no sunlight. They hate you. They've seen your act. They think you suck. All this shit. I'm like, Jesus Christ. So we bought a stove. We had to get a new stove. We got a stainless steel Maserati, you know, propane, high octane, anal, whatever. And, you know, then you got to get the guys to put it in. Now we got these two Russian queefs who come in there. They got no sleeves and mustaches and chains on, like gold chains. They're scary. They barely speak English. They got huge calves. And so then he, she got, we got the stove in and then he calls me, goes, all right, we got a lawyer guy. He wants it, but you got a fucking fridge full of stickers. I love putting stickers on my fridge. You get all from Portland or Seattle or Denver or, you know, comedy scenes all over. I just, I get them on the road. I put them on my fridge. My fridge was covered. That's, those are for magnets. You get magnets on a fridge. Stickers on a car, (laughs) magnets on a fridge. I got it wrong. I got magnets all over my car. So... (laughs) I, so he called because he hates the he hates the, the fridge stickers. You got to peel them off. Now, there's got to be seven thousand stickers on there. And I go, that's gonna take me four days. He goes, well, get on it. You want to sell this apartment or not? I was like, ah. So oh. I go over there today. I got a bag of tea tree oil, a baby oil. Uh, I got a hair dryer. I got a scraper. I got a shimmy, a chamois, a shamwow, a wigwam, a rag, all this shit. And goo gone, goo off, goof off, all this chemical shit to, like, get the, the, the smudge off. And I get over there, and the Russians are still in there. And what? They, they had to fix something. They, they put the stove in, but they didn't hook it up. So they were hooking it up. So they got all kinds of tools and stuff, and I, I open the door, and you know me, I got you know uh, Billy Joel on the blower, I got sunglasses on, and, and they go, oh, and I go, oh, geez, and they thought I was robbing the joint, and I had the mask on and everything, and they go, oh, stove, working on stove, and I was like, oh, okay, let me know when you're done, because I want to get these stickers off the fridge, and they go, fridge, fridge, I go, yeah, I got to get those stickers off, and they go, sticker, sticker, boop, boop, and I go, ah, so I call the realtor guy, and I go, hey, these guys are still there. He goes, well, just wait for them to be done. They should be done any minute. Then you can go in. And I go, all right, great. So I take a couple laps around the block. I go back in. You're not going to believe what I see. Uh, all right, let me try to guess. Take a guess. I want to say they're Russian, so I'm going to say they're, they're giving haircuts in the living oh, room. Oh, interesting. Or maybe they're kissing. Interesting. Those interesting. are my two guesses, haircuts those, or kissing. Those are good. Those are good. I go in, they're both on their knees. Okay. Peeling the stickers off the fridge. Whoa! Oh, so they thought you were telling them to, you know, peel. Exactly. So I call the guy back. I'm like, you're not going to believe this. These guys are on their hands and knees 
peeling uh, Kermit the Frog stickers off a refrigerator, and he goes, what? And I go, I, they barely speak English. They must have interpreted it that way. Like, I'm the boss, man. This is my apartment, and you got to clean those stickers, you fucking numbnuts, and you rooskies. Wow. And uh, I go in, and I go, good job, fellas. Keep it up. <laughs> I left. The, the fridge looks wow. great. That must be very appealing. Yeah. <laughs> wow. How about that? Russian uh, peels. I mean, yeah, banana peel, keep your eyes peeled. Uh, it was a, a sight for sore anal, and I, I couldn't believe it. And it was just, you know, you have that dread. I got the bag of chemicals, the scraper, and you're like, this is going to be a good hour and a half of me just. And it was just done by these guys. Wow, key and peel. Oh, uh, that, there it is. <laughs> that is that's great. Good for you and good for them. And uh, you know, communism not so bad. It was kind of like communism. You know, they uh, they did it, and you were the ruler or something. That was I the czar. Know, I that, yeah, I don't, yeah. You were uh, what? Gorbachev or uh, Lenin or Stalin or whoever the fuck. Oh, Karl Marx. Marx Norman. There you go. Yeah, was he there you Russian? Go. Marx Brothers. There you go. Oh, we got an uh, ad. Yeah, we got a couple. I want to. I want to get to here. Uh, let me just uh, pull that up. Oh, okay. So, wh- which one did you say you wanted to do first? Feels Tuesdays with stories brought to you by Feels CBD. Do you experience stress, have anxiety, or chronic pain, or have trouble sleeping at least once a week? Well, you're not alone, baby. Many of us do. I use it personally just to conk out, and I got a, a wacky brain that won't stop. It's a hamster on a wheel, and I, I, I need the CBD to just chill me out, and I get a little more zen, and I can relax. So I love it. It helps me sleep. It just helps you feel better. It helps you unwind. You don't get high. You just feel good. Feels as premium CBD delivered directly to your doorstep. Feels Naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. I can vouch for that. Just place a few drops of feels on your tongue and feel the difference within minutes. New to CBD, well, feels offers a free hotline and text message support guide to help you through it. And it works naturally to help you feel better. No high, no hangover, no addiction. Tell him, JoJo. Yes, sir. You're going to want to become a member. You can join the Feels community to get Feels delivered to your door every month. Feels had me feeling my best every day, and it can help you, too. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash Tuesdays, and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's Feels, F-E-A-L-S, with Dot com slash Tuesdays to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. One more time, that's feels.com slash Tuesdays and feel better. Yes, and uh, we're also brought to you by Talkspace. Now, I love this. I want to get into this because this is perfect for us. This is right up our al here. Change is constant, and these days there's nothing new and unprecedented to grapple with every single... There's something new to grapple with every single day. It's a lot out there. You got to talk to somebody. Look, we both go to a guy, Alan, big fan of, uh, of our therapy. Therapy's gotten us through a lot. But it's a grind. You got to go up. You got to see him. You got to make an appointment. You got to, you know, figure it out. You got to schedule it. Not everyone has their own Allen. That's why we want to recommend Talkspace. It's online therapy. That's here to give everyone support because we all need it right now. These are kooky times. We're in a pandemic. Nobody knows what's going on. It's uncertain. 
They'll match you with a licensed therapist who will be able to reach out 24-7. Holy hell, our guy's old, he's, uh, he's de- decrepit, he can't use a phone. But these guys, 24-7, that's right. Whenever something is on your mind, you'll hear back five days a week. And there are other benefits to online therapy. It's affordable. Talkspace is a fraction of the cost in-person therapy. One month on Talkspace costs about the same as a single one-person appointment. That's huge. Mm. And once you're in the network, you'll have access to thousands of therapists who have experienced treating a range of issues, depression, anxiety, substance abuse, relationships, food, and more. Hit them, Fatty. Wow. Yeah, I I talked to our therapist today, and uh, fantastic. It was delightful. We all need someone to talk to, and Talkspace wants to give us licensed support we deserve at a price we can afford. Just for our listeners, you can get $100 off your first month with code TUESDAYS. To match with your perfect therapist, go to Talkspace.com or download the app and use code TUESDAYS to get $100 off your first month. That's TUESDAYS and Talkspace.com. $100. I mean, that's no joke. That's huge. uh, Yeah, go go do that and uh, enjoy it. Yes, here, here, queer, queer, good, good stuff. We, I find, I see a pattern with us. You know, a lot of anxiety, a lot of help, a lot of calming your brain down, a lot of chilling out. Yeah, chill it out, max it out, whatever the whatever, whatever the um, kids are saying. Yeah. So, but, uh, anyways, feeling good. Nice beach day yesterday, and and made it back in time to to do some stuff, which was exciting. Yeah. All right. I'm 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 so. I love that you, you got the car and you're using the car and your life has been better for it. Yeah, put 1,400 miles on that thing and Woo! whatever it is, a, a month. So, good has, stuff. Have you, have you, you've done a gig with it already, right? You went to Royersford with that puppy. Went to Royersford, yeah. Well, Steve, Steve Big Dick Rogers really fucked me on that one. What happened? He was supposed to, I booked him nine months ago before I, the car was even a glint in my eye. And I was like, hey, can you drive me to this gig? You take me down there. And uh, I only book him because he's got a car and a huge cock. And Good combo. You know, two days before, he, he does the, uh, hey, whose car should we take? Hoping I'll be like, oh, I'll drive. But I was like, well, I got to say, I got to look at my notes. I was hoping we could still take your car. And he's like, that's in the shop. I'm a piece of shit. So I had to drive him. And this fucking douche, he lives way the fuck out in Brooklyn. It's a neighborhood I never even heard. It's called, you know, uh, Long Island or whatever. I mean, sure. I'm driving them back, and it's not off the BQE. It's it's all red lights and parkways and driveways and, and three-ways. Yeah. It, it took me like an hour and a half to get to his house, and then you do the drop-off, and I type in home in the Google Maps, and it's like 49 minutes. Ah! So I got home at, at 5 o'clock in the morning, and these days I go to bed at, at 10.30. Right. So, um, you know, he's, he's, he's dead to me, and, uh, you know, his I, father's I'm, gay. I'm with you. Uh, he's dead to me, too. I don't like him or his dong. But <laughs> speaking of gigs, I've had, I had two, count them, dose, de, uh, I don't know, how, how do you say two in Italian? Uh, do... I think it's very similar to Spanish. Probably dos, but like dos, doso. Dos, dos, dosy dough. Yeah, pizza dough. Either way, I'll give you these two. Tell me what you think about this. First one, this is out of a, a John Hughes film. 
Battery Park, no microphone. You know, there's 20 people there spread out to hell. It's in the middle of the, it's six o'clock in the afternoon. There's music playing, there's birds chirping, there's kids queefing. It's not ideal, but we got some Tuesdays there. Now, there's a kid's birthday party, Caddy Corner to the, the comedy show, quote unquote, if you can call it that. And I'm going up there, I'm bombing, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. This kid climbs a tree behind me, gets up in the tree, and starts trashing me from the tree. Wow. How old is the kid? I'm thinking nine, ten, eight. I don't know. Wow. I'm not a. am not an Epstein, but this kid was young, and he was angry, and he was funny. Wow, what are some of his lines? I mean, what's he saying? Is it is it Jerry Jerry Dingleberry or what, what's going on there? He, I was going. So I was in a Poughkeepsie that day. He wasn't bullshit. He was lying. He didn't go anywhere. You know, trains are down or whatever. It's a pandemic. Oh, you got to quarantine. I mean, he was on. <laughs> oh jeez. And what what did it, did you think about throwing anything at him? Did you have any zingers, any quips? Well, that's that's the clinker. I mean, I want to trash this kid. I hope he falls out of the tree and breaks his arm and, uh, you know, gets a cavity. But his parents are there giggling. All the, the, the audience loved him because he's a cute kid in a tree heckling a grown-up. I mean, it was cute. I had to give it to him. He's got a slingshot in his back pocket, a hat with a propeller. He's holding a big lollipop. I mean, it was classic. And at one point, he keeps trashing me, and I go, all right, well, we all know you're adopted. And everybody goes, ah, jeez, ah. And I'm like, what do you mean, ah? You turn it on me? This kid's ruining my life. Are you sure it wasn't Veter? It sounds like this might have been Gary kind of teasing you a little bit. I, I wish. This kid was tiny. He was a little twerp. He had skin knees and a baseball glove and, and uh, overalls and a, and a straw hat with a with a, a weed coming out of his teeth. He was, he was Dennis the Menace. Did you say, uh, hey, where'd you get the skin knees? Were you sucking dick in the park, you fucking homo? That's what I would have gone with. I should have, but I, now I, I started to try to anno- ignore him, and I went right into my porn stuff. And then I would use him when the joke would bomb. I'd go, you know what I'm talking about. And he was like, I don't want uh, what, uh, what is a cock ring? And I'm like, exactly. Shut the hell up. I hope your dad dies. Oh, jeez. I mean, that sounds brutal, but, but pretty hilarious. I mean, that's the problem with these park things is there's no doormen or, or doorwomen. And, and I think part of this is, is 2021 or whatever the fuck year it is, 21st century, uh, whatever. Yeah. Um, is this idea that you know kids are right and fat people are smart and you know the more genders the better right and i don't want to sound like an old uh what do they call them boomer or republican oh. <laughs> obviously but the idea this kid they should have cut down the tree with the kids still in it and dragged him <laughs> off and let him die in the sewers but i agree they, he was building a treehouse up there he, he had a rope ladder and this kid he he owned me i mean he had a an elevated level of attack and i'm on my i've got no microphone i'm on my hands and knees going oh shut up you're i wish you got aborted i'm trying to be funny he don't know what even that, that means and uh they the, the, the crowd loved it but i i was miserable yeah i don't like that kid one bit and uh hopefully something terrible happens yeah. to him or his siblings soon well and that's the other thing is you try to trash a kid and his parents are right there and i was like well you know mom and dad are gonna get a divorce and they were like jesus Christ. i was like ah sorry i'm just trying to I'm trying to get through this right yeah so that was one gig and then the next night, I go, well, you know, uh, bury the hatchet or bury the lead or bury your grandma. I, I go to this penthouse gig. New York Comedy Club's doing these penthouse gigs, which I highly recommend. They're very good. 
So I get there. It's in this cool, sexy apartment in a Flatiron District. And Ooh. you go up to the top floor, and you go up to the, the roof deck, and they got all these chairs out there, a microphone. They got the New York Comedy Club logo. It looks pretty good. They, get, they, nailed, they nailed it. And it's a bunch of Tuesdays because I promoted it. So wow. there's probably 20 people there, and I'd say 12 of them are Tuesdays. Wow. Yeah, pretty good. So they go, you're going to close it. I go, all right, great. So, you know, Matt Broussard goes up, and Ian Fidance goes up, and a couple other people. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm watching everybody set. The crowd's hot. And I can see they're kind of looking over at me like, oh, there, there he is. There's the queef himself right there. We, we came to see him. Here we go. And I'm like, all right, it's going to be a hot show. Here we go. And now the guy on before me is doing his thing. And I see, uh, I feel a couple of raindrops falling Ooh. on my head. But Just that doesn't like good mean my eyes will totally turn in red. <laughs> Crying's not, not for me. me. I'm never gonna stop the rain from complaining, Dad, because I'm queef. (laughs) So uh, I notice a couple when I go, "Ah, it'll it'll blow over, whatever. So he gets off. They bring me on. I get two minutes in. Torrential downpour. Ah, yeah, yeah. Uncle Leo. <laughs> and uh, so, they the guy the the manager's like, he's doing give me the cut because like the mic is in my hand. I could get a Ben Franklin thing going with a key and a kite, and they pull me off. And a I, I didn't get it to do a set, and b these people had to watch these retards while uh, they waited for uh, you know the the headliner. Oh, well, who I didn't, mean, didn't get to go. Just a big old bag of shit, all this stuff, and I, I think I'm leaning towards more done with these. I mean, that one sounds good. These rooftop That's shows pretty sound pretty good, but the, 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 the weather thing is tough, and, and the, the hecklers, and it's just a tricky, weird time. Yeah. And, it's, and part of me thinks Zoom is better. I mean, there's something about, I, I don't know, but I mean, obviously, Royersford, the Soul Joel gig is amazing. That was great. And I've heard great things about Stress Factory, and so yes. there's some good ones. Very good. But I don't know. Also, I keep thinking now that New York has herd immunity. We should all just pack up and go inside and do some shows. I don't know what's what or who's who. I'm fine with but, that. But uh, yeah, that's tricky. That sounds frustrating, and and sorry to the gays that didn't get to I see. Know. I mean, so it really rained on your gay parade exactly and so I, I ended up taking photos with all of them just because i felt bad and uh chatting with a few nice people good eggs they all you know know to to hug and leave and uh yeah and, it, and then it just sucks you got to get home in that so now it's pouring outside and you got to go home so you just all that for nothing and it's just kind of a nice metaphor for what's happening right now like oh maybe hey this show's actually pretty good and then Stuck in the rain. It's yep. a lot of, lot of rain this year, a lot of getting stuck in the rain. It's, it's strange times. And uh, what do you think of this? Let me, let me toss this in your face and see if it sticks. Please. Jizz so on just, it. just now, right before the pod or a half hour ago, it's weird when you sometimes there's all these movements and you want to be a good ally. Yes. Uh, you know, the allied forces. And so I had a moment here where there's this really, I'm walking up the sidewalk and this really sexy woman with the workout pants uh, is walking yes. by and she's really something and and she walks by and i you know i don't want to um what do you call it ogle 
defecate or uh, oh, uh, devalue or disrespect. Yeah, sure that. So you know, I just I don't want to leer. Aha. King Lear, Lear Norman Lear. Yeah. So she walks by, and then I look up, and there's a, a gentleman, African American gentleman, and he's looking at her, and he does like a bit of a, like a how about that, boo. And I gave him the like, I know, am I right? Yeah. And in my mind, I'm like, well, I'm bonding. Yes. With uh, with a, a person of color here. Right. Or a colored guy, whatever, whatever the term <laughs> is. Um, and but I'm mixing and matching movements because ah. we're doing a thing where we're devaluing and we're sexualizing and uh, you know this woman doesn't want to be leered at or right. look, or obje- objectified. That's the one. That's the one I was looking for. But at the same time, I can't leave my 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 fellow man hug, uh, hanging here. Your brethren. Yeah, because that's you know then all of a sudden you know I'm not an ally to him, so it's a little tricky. Because I'm like, all right, my man, you know, but uh, the lady is like, what is this? I'm trying to walk around in my workout pants, so it's a little tricky, but I felt that in this moment, the the BLM trumped the The ladies. Yes, so... Uh, you know it's tricky. What do you what do you do there? I got a couple ideas. I like this a lot. This is this is good because you gave up one movement for another. You had to sacrifice a movement to to go with one. But I think uh, you could go up to the guy and go, "Yeah, I'm gay, but I, I get it. Like I'm, I'm I got eyes. I'm not an idiot, you know." And that way, the lady's not threatened, but also you're still cool with the uh, with the brethren. Well, end up scooping in a third on the exactly. gay. You know what I mean? I mean, then I'm really I could go trans. Right, right. Hey, listen, I'm I'm a I'm a trans, whatever. Right. Uh, so I don't. But maybe trans or I could be a trans but gay because sexuality and gender are different. It's all fluid, I think. Whatever that means. Yeah. But it's interesting that you can go from being a woman to being a man, but you're a man who's still into women. Right. That's why the, the, the gender thing doesn't make sense when they go, there is no gender. And then you go, well, then how can there be lesbians? Because the whole point of a lesbian is liking women. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's, tri- it's all tricky. But And by the way, I, I didn't do much of a, a leer. I, I mean, I just noticed her because she's in my field of vision. And I thought, oh, that's an attractive woman, but I won't look over there. So I did play it pretty good because I didn't look. And she had passed me. He was walking behind her. I mean, he might have been... Getting ready to murder her. I have no idea, but sure. I kept going this way. So I had a good thing where I didn't leer, and I went, I, I'm not going to check this lady out, but I gave him the, am I right, my friend? Yeah. And so I felt like I appeased everybody. I'm just, that's all I'm trying to do is just appease. Yeah, as long as you did it behind. You, you, you took her from behind. I think that's okay. I think you're safe there. But also, I've heard some gals gaggle and, and yap a little bit, and I hear a lot of like, I wore my uh, my best sports bra, and nobody took notice, you know? So there's that angle, too. And you're like, ah, we, we want to take notice, but we can't take notice. But you, you, you're wearing it. Your nips are out in a minute, you know, uh, the whole thing. So it's tough. Well, here's the thing is you, there's different uh, – there's so many different people in each group. Right. People talk like a group is one thing because some women, they want to get leered. They're posting on Instagram. Right. Their, their tits stapled together, and then some women are wearing, you know, shawls saying, don't look at me. Yeah. So yeah. it's tricky, but I think the worst-case scenario would be 
if I was, uh, well, worst case would be if I was like, look at these crazy titties. And then that guy was like, I know. And I was like, not you, sir. You son of a bitch. That would be the worst thing. Because then you shut everyone out. Right. But I think if I had been like, sir, don't look at her. Uh, That would be, you know, mansplaining. Could you mansplain to a man? I don't see why not. You're still a man. Right. But I guess it doesn't make sense. I don't know. Because I know a lot of men, one in particular, that's mansplaining to me all day. I know the same guy, and I hate him. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of like, well, you see, here's the thing, and you're like, I know the thing. Right. Well, well, that's the thing about being a guy is shit can happen to us, and I know we've had advantages, and we have a ball sack, and no tits, and all that, but we get a lot of shit, and nobody feels bad for us. So that part kind of sucks. You know, you're like, well, this woman, uh, you know, raped me with a with a tire iron. And you go, all ah, right, get over it. And you're like, well, it still hurts my feelings and all that and my asshole. So I don't know why I can't get any sympathy. Yeah, you got to get from the right people. But some people now, but that even that's a broad brush because some... I'm bumping into women all over town that are being like, boy, it sucks to have this happen or that guy oh, really? or that guy. Yeah, so I think, I think there's... There's ups and downs and overs and outs, and uh, I'm nervous talking about any of this stuff, honestly. Same, same. It's all a big bag of queefs, and uh, it's all a bummer, and, and I think we talk about it too much. I, I Not talk about it, but I think we we uh, we delve into this. I think life is not this complicated. We make it more complicated. I feel like sometimes we're looking for problems, and uh, people just get a hobby, hug their kids, jerk off, uh, not in front of people, and just ride a bike, go to the beach. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I haven't written a bike in a couple of minutes, but uh, I went to the beach, and now, if you're listening to this podcast today, I'm in, I'm in West Texas right now, probably nursing a COVID cold, but whatever. Sure. By the way, I was at Rite Aid today, and although I think we're all immune in New York anyways, but I was at Rite Aid today buying a, uh, a box of candy and a, a couple of dildos, yeah. or things that can be used as dildos, and the guy, I had a mask, the guy had a mask, but he had like a coughing fit right as I'm... Uh- paying he was like i'm sorry sir and i was like well if i didn't have it before surely i have it now now there was a plastic divider and he was wearing a mask and i was wearing a mask and uh whatever it was a couple minutes but boy you hear a cough these days i know as theo vaughn said the cough is the new n-word and uh there's a lot of truth to that because you go jesus what the hell's wrong with you you know it's 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 similar but I got to tell you, I don't know if you've been nice to me over the years or just a, a sweet, polite person, but I breathe into that mask and I smell the stench of pure, grim death coming at me. I must have the worst COVID breath on the planet. That was the first thought I had five minutes into this. You put the mask on and you're like, Jesus Christ, my wife, I got to go eat her out for a couple of days, rub her feet and, and, and thank the Lord and apologize <laughs> to uh, every girl I've ever slept with because my yes. breath... Smells like just, uh, God bless you, COVID. Thank I mean, you. my breath smells like just a rotten asshole that has been fucked recently. Same, same. It's that, like, stank, dead tooth, morning breath. Uh, and I'll, I'll give it a brush a and, and then I get back in that mask, and I go, good Lord, am I wearing my grandma's panties on my face? Because this is, this is beyond foul. Well, the, there's a good way. Nikki Glazer taught me this years ago. A good way to test your breath you lick your hand, like lick the back of your hand, and then smell the lick. Smell what's left. Give that a whiff. Not bad. 
Okay, so you're doing all right. So folks at home, because everyone tries to do the cup, the, the, the breathe cups, out and snip the garbage. <laughs> that doesn't work. You gotta you gotta lick your hand, smell what the licking, and that should be. A, if it's bad, it's bad. If it's good, you're all right. Mm, still tastes like jizz, but what? yeah, it smells <laughs> fine. Who comes on the back of their hand? Wow, that uh, goes everywhere. <laughs> It's a messy well, squirt. I have had it in the back of the hand because you, you do this and then it drizzles yes. down and gets on the knuckles there. And like a, like a melty ice cream. Yeah, exactly. So give it a lick and sniff, and if it, that, that'll, that'll give you a sense. Yes. By the way, uh, side note, talk about ice cream. The stand has Guinness ice cream. Woo-wee! You want to push the, the silent re and have a relapse? There's your, there's your two birds with one scoop. So it's a beer ice cream? It's Guinness. It's just so good. Tastes like a milkshake, but still tastes Guinnessy. It's creamy. It's smooth. It's wow. It's lunch. Wow. No kidding. Well, I got to get back in the city and go down to Sundays and Cones and, and stick oh. that chocolate chip up my ass because that's one of the great pleasures of my life. Although it's a little little pricey. A little pricey, but that's Not. Manhattan for you. But hey, come back and uh, scoop me up in the Centra. All right, maybe go. this week. Ah, this week you're gone. I keep coming up with plans, but I you're know. gone. I know. Let me let me throw this. Out. I know we got a skadoodle in a minute, but uh, I had a nice chat, a fireside chat with about four guys who are all from New York, Queens, Brooklyn, uh, Bronx, whatever, and we had a chat on what is going to happen to this goddamn city, and it was very enlightening. We're Good or bad now? Because the other day, you were, last week, you were a little worried, and now I, I can't tell. Not great, but exciting, dangerous, nerve-wracking, a, a little everything. Well, it feels like there's some edge to it now. I'm oh, seeing yeah. a lot more complete psychopaths walking down the middle of the road. And that's in Astoria. I'm seeing that. Yeah, so. yeah. Ugh. Yeah, they're saying Midtown is done. Midtown is going to go back to whores and you know porno theaters and drug dealers and violence uh because that's all tourism so when the tourism's gone that's gone and then uh, a lot of the all the chains are leaving you know the 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 dwayne reeds the walgreens the chase bank one all that crap is gone and then maybe mom and pop will come back but there's gonna be a moment where all the stores are empty and that's when the mugging start because there's no one all the storefronts you're not gonna mug somebody in front of uh claire's boutique because they'll call the cops once that's empty it's open season. Right. Well, here's the thing to remember. No matter who you're talking to, and it's not, you're probably talking to some fucking comedians, whoever yeah. you're talking to, even if you're talking to uh, the guy that predicts the fucking things, whatever his name is, that guy. Meteorologist? Fortune teller. No, Soothsayer? No. The guy that's, uh, he predicts the election right every year. He's a Jewish oh, fella. Oh, Chomsky. Uh he, Madoff. Oh, I forget his name. Spitz, Spatz, Spilly, Swampy, Samsonite. Elliot Elliot Spitzer. Spitzer. Yeah. So whoever you're talking to, they they can't predict the future. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Even the smartest guy, Robert Reich, or whatever the fuck that guy's name is, or whoever, you know, Quinnipiac, whoever it is, they don't know. It's all just guesswork, and, uh, and so I think we'll we'll see is what I would say. All right, hey, look, I'm I'm not saying anything's written in jizz. I'm just saying uh, this is what they told me, and it, it was very interesting and a little nerve wracking. Yeah, so no question about it. It's uh, 
Strange times. I'm a little nervous myself, but we'll see. We'll take it day by day. Yeah, we'll see. Ari said he's moving to Colorado. Oh, good. All right. Well, we'll we'll see. Uh, all right, we gotta we gotta wrap it up. You gotta get the hell out of here. We're going long. My, uh, my oh, we father are? Okay. called twice, and uh, oh, my dick is hard. All right. Well, hey. Uh, oh, I'm I'm in uh, Indianapolis coming up, and Arlington Draft House, and a couple other places. It's all on the website. Uh, LOL in San Antonio. So uh, come out, say hello. Fifty percent capacity. Come cough on me, and I'll jerk you off. And uh, Get the Patreon, Queefs Galore, live shows. Uh, we got shirts, and uh, praise Allah. Yeah, check out the uh, special if you haven't already. I hate myself. and Tell some friends. Spread it around. Tweet it. Facebook it. Yada, yada. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that's it. That's it, folks. Tell a friend. Queef it up, and we'll see you on the interwebs. <laughs> Blow your dead. George is saying cut it. <laughs>